Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So Dwight, let's work. Let's play around with a concept today. Okay. So I'm thinking every time you have a ghost child. Oh, okay, like a ghost who is a child? Yes. Or looks like a child or whatever? Yes. Okay. It's not an actual ghost. It's a demon. Oh, nice. Okay, so let's let's throw this into a world of darkness. We haven't talked about world of darkness much, but let's yeah. talk about world, world of darkness. For those of you who don't know, it's a uh, vampire, the masquerade, or werewolf, or there's mage. a whole mage. There's like the Ascension. seven RPGs that all co- all coexist in the same world. Done by the same publisher. Publishers mm-hmm. known as World of Darkness. Vampire the Masquerade is probably the most well known because there's been a, a video game or like seven. And there's been board games and other things like that. You have Bloodlines 2 coming out this year, supposedly. So, yeah. Maybe it'll be good. Who knows? Um, Honestly, Bloodlines is amazing. So, if you haven't played Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines, it's like a really old game. But you can get it on GOG.com, GOG. And it is is well worth it. Yes, it is. Um, Really good to really good storytelling in that. And that's kind of what World of Darkness is known for, is less focus on rules and more on storytelling. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's have this conversation. So there are ghosts. There's an entire ghost book. I haven't read it um, in World of Darkness where yes. you can play a ghost. There are certain rules for ghosts um, and things of that nature. But let's let's say I like this concept. So you really, if you think about it, that's really an insidious thing to do. If you, I mean, so a ghost. Let's just use a let's just use kind of modern day lore. Right, because mm-hmm. you can throw this into a D and D game or anything else if you want. Right, you can take yeah. modern lore and shove it down. So let's say that uh, in order to get rid of a ghost, you have to do something special. Like you, uh, we could use the world of supernatural. Supernatural, the I don't remember how many seasons they're on. I haven't watched anywhere near all of them. I've watched maybe the first four or five seasons of Supernatural, but they have a thing where to get rid of a ghost, you have to find the unburied body. You have to find something that's memorable to that person. Mostly, it's, it's most likely their bones. Yeah, or if their bones have been gone, or it's maybe a, a locket or something on their person. Something that means something to them that's holding them to this plane. And think of it like a phylactery for a lich. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just play with that concept really quick, and then we'll talk about it in a demon concept here in a second. So let's say that your players know because they have enough expertise to know through whatever skills would make sense. That ghosts are human spirits that are tied to this world because of some unfinished business. You can either help them. There's three ways to get rid of them. One is you can help them figure out what their business was and finish it, which Mm -hmm. typically could be some sort of revenge. uh, Find my killer, kill my killer, that sort of thing. Of course, that's hard if it's been like 300 years. Their killer also died. Like it's. Yeah, you he know. succumbed 200 years ago because of old age or, yeah, or whatever. Some other thing. Yeah, so that goes to – then to put that ghost down, you would need to find their body or there's some sort, some sort of special trinket and treat it with respect and bury it proper. Um, or in the world of supernatural, the other thing you can do is you could basically just burn what's left of the body mm-hmm. where it's at. And no ceremony, no nothing. You could just burn it. Um, the concept is one sends the ghost forcibly to wherever they're, whatever the afterlife looks like. And the other one doing like the burial and the respect sends them peacefully to their, to the afterlife if there is one. So that said, let's take that concept. So your players are basically, they find out that there's this child ghost that's 
contacting the family and maybe asking for some really weird demands. Mm-hmm. And your players are involved somehow. So the hook there could be that um, if your players are already somewhat knowledgeable in the supernatural, they're called in for that. Or maybe the kid is actually asking for certain violent things to be done and the players are taking it out. And maybe you get caught, not like directly caught, but you're you're in a place where the thing, like the violent act is coming down and you basically decide to like intervene or whatever. You can make yeah. that the hook, you know. Um, and you find out about this ghost child. No big deal. So you try to figure out who this child is. And that's when you start realizing this child has no history. There is no history of this child. This child never existed from what you can see. Now, it's either because the child's really old or it's because this is something different. Mm-hmm. And you can look at it and determine like, okay, well, a ghost would dress appropriate for the age that they lived in. So a Victorian ghost will be in Victorian clothing. Um, a Roman ghost would be in a Roman toga clothing, those sorts of things. They wouldn't have changed their styles to keep up because they're living in that time frame still right the ghost um would be trapped in that time right like they're like i hate to say it this way they're like the worst of the all of the amish mm-hmm. you know, they, <laughs> they can't progress it's not that they don't choose to they literally cannot progress um so i have a lot of respect for the amish but i'm just anyway it's just a horrible thing to say but that said uh so then the players could start to find out, wait, this child is maybe dressed, maybe only 100 years old, older than he should be, something like that. And there's no record. And we should have records from that long ago, especially if you're playing in a Vampire Masquerade. Vampire Masquerade, if you don't know, is played in basically whatever modern time frame, mostly, that you want to play. You could set it in the medieval ages, but most people will set it in like the year in the 90s or today, mm-hmm. just depending on what they want to play. Um, and the reason why they would set it in the nineties was because there was a lot of mythology and lore around the turn of the century, um, specifically because the games came out in the nineties. And as someone who lived through the nineties, uh, Y2K was like, oh my God, the world's going to end and nuclear bombs are going to go off. And, you know, it was, uh, thankfully very disappointing. And, um, I, three or four years later threw out like the three gallons of water I bought as my prepping for just in case the world (laughs) ended. So I'm actually kind of glad it didn't because I was totally not prepared. That said, I was right, though. I didn't have to worry about anything. But that was said, I wasn't prepared in case it didn't. So they've the players find nothing. There's no kid. There's no kid ever lived in that house uh, with that making that description. No kid ever died. They're not finding any items. There's nothing, right? They can't. They look. There's no bones. There's nothing. There's no locket. There's no shoe. There's nothing. And maybe in their travels, they start to realize that there's a specific type of demon which you can create that likes to prompt people to violent acts using some sort of memory, mind-altering controls type of spells eventually. Like over time, it starts to get in the brains of people that listen to it. And it uses it uses sympathy and pity as a weapon. So you are like, oh my God, this poor child, what do we need to do to help him? You know, and the child's like, help me, help me. Again, memorable NPCs, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, this is exactly what I was talking about there. So I would literally be like, and the child appears and he's like, help me. 
I'm trapped. Help me. So the voice inflection goes out and I'm pitiful. I'm sounding pitiful. Mm-hmm. But then when the monster reveals himself, you could do something really cool. You could do your little like demon voice where you're like, you know, the souls of the ones that have come before me are going to destroy you. I mean, he's like, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, what are we fighting? But this demon itself literally masquerades itself as children, as mm-hmm. ghost children, gets people to get sucked in. It then starts to control their minds, and then it has it do violent acts, which it then feeds upon, like a vampire, but feeds upon in the emotional state, let's say. You know, I was just thinking, you hit really, really close to one of the Slavic myths that the Witcher does with the Hein, but instead of it feeding on pity, it feeds on guilt. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Because you remember that, because Witcher had a... Uh, Geralt had to throw the baby in the oven, uh, in the oven to uh, get the, to, to remove the guilt. Yeah, oh, the good old Witcher. It, it, honestly, the Germanic myths are pretty jacked up. Um, the original Grimm's fairy tales. If you ever need really good, um, I don't know, nightmare fodder, but also good story fodder, start reading the original Grimm's fairy tales first off, because uh, the Disney versions are really white glove. So. Oh, yeah, you know the Little Mermaid until everybody dies at the end. Yeah, exactly. In horrific ways. But anyway, so back to this. Um, so now we've just given you kind of an idea where you have a family who's being plagued by a child who's pitiful, who then is talked into doing horrific acts. And that's maybe the hook is you stop one of the family members from doing the horrific act because it doesn't – it seems very out of place. And then in so doing – you start realizing that there's this pitiful child and mm-hmm. then you get sucked into this and then you find out that it's it's not a ghost. It's actually this full-fledged demon. And now the question is, how do you get rid of a demon? Yep. Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.